Hello and welcome to Ascent's podcast, Exploring Standards. My name is Jess and in this podcast, I will be talking to the experts in the consultancy industry. At Ascent, we pride ourselves on championing international standards. And in each episode of this podcast, I will be talking to expert consultants discussing standards, ISOs, consultancy and everything in between to bring you industry knowledge and updates. Hello and welcome to another episode of Exploring Standards. I am your host, Jess, and today I have the absolute pleasure of talking to Tom Wheat, who is the International Sales Manager at Perry Johnson's Registry Institutions UK. How are you, Tom? Jess, I'm incredible. That was more than a mouthful, but we got there in the end. That was quite the mouthful, wasn't it? As I was reading it out, I was like, my gosh, this is never ending. (laughs) I I even followed your lips then. (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. So today we're going to be discussing ISO certification and the differences between UCAS and ANAB. And we're going to kind of take a focus on branching out of clients, sorry, branching out to other locations outside the UK with their certifications. So once again, quite the mouthful. Yeah, again, I'm impressive. <laughs> Hopefully um, we, can we can break it down, Jasper. It's all good. Yes, yeah, cool. we will. We will. Uh, so before we get into the, that sort of nitty gritty bit, um, can you tell us a bit about Perry Johnson's and your role within the company? Yeah, of course. No problem at all. Uh, Perry Johnson Registrar is quite new in the UK. We've been in the office since 2017 uh, in regards to the country itself. Therefore, Perry's been going for 32 years with the biggest CB in America. Uh, and quite simply, we have critical locations all over the world. Uh, there's not many locations we don't actually operate in, uh, only two to name a few. But yeah, it's a well-established company. And the reason for that and what we're discussing today is it also gives UCAS and ANAP. Uh, and the reason, obviously, in the UK now that it's growing from strength to strength is not just clients who want to break into America and having an added benefit of that on their cert. Therefore, at the same time, is it's just a case of it just gives so more options moving forward. But my role, quite simply on paper, as much as that mouthful of the title was, uh, I literally head up the UK team. So I am in charge of the UK team. But what the irony is, is we also have a lot of customers from around the world who come to the UK office. I don't know if that's due to the standards being written here. Uh, but yeah, it's not just UK clients, but we have a lot. But yeah, it's a well-established company. It's a long time uh, and we're going from strength to strength. And we've just also just about to put an office in Ireland as well. Um, wow. So, which is really close to home, therefore we just about open. But yeah, that, that's Perry Johnson's in a nutshell. Very exciting. Um, we should mention that uh, we are recording, you know, I am obviously in the UK. Uh, yeah. and Tom, Tom, where about to you at the moment? Where are you joining us from? <laughs> yeah, currently in Michigan. Uh, the irony of, okay, so yeah, I'm currently in Michigan by all means. It's our main uh, training week uh, that sits in. So all lead managers from all around the world fly in. As well as auditors, sales reps, etc., uh, and we we make and we make a go of it to obviously pass knowledge, learn from locations, how we can improve, etc. But yeah, uh, I'll soon be back. Soon be back. I imagine it's very cold in Michigan. Just thinking. It, yes. Do you know what? It, it, I, we thought it was cold back home. Therefore, the temperature was unbelievable. Uh, so I, I left the apartment this morning with no coat, and the, 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 the clerk at the desk said, "You're really not wearing a coat." I was like, "No, it's it's fine." I took two steps out the door, Jess, and I soon put my coat on. It's snowing as we speak. It's absolutely freezing. <laughs> as much as people think with anything in America that you're going to a tropical location uh, and the carrot oil and all the rest, no. Not it's, Michigan. Uh, it's cold. No, it's colder <laughs> than back home. It really is, that bitter wind. But, hey, 
it's you know it's it is what it is <laughs> you very soon were humbled weren't you <laughs> yeah of course you know and the reason is obviously i don't know if i mentioned before perry johnson's headquarters in troy in michigan that's yeah. where the main headquarters is uh so yeah that, that's where we we fly into each year i i love it so uh can you give us a brief uh overview of ucas and anab and sort of how they yeah. differ yeah it's it's really simple um i'm sure it might be insulting for some people who've obviously involved in our sets and know about this for them who don't know it's really key mm -hmm. that you know ucas what does it stand for it's basically the united kingdom accreditation service mm -hmm. and every country in essence has got their own standard uh the standards are written in the uk therefore everyone's got their own accreditation service if that makes sense so the easy way to describe this to people who are unaware with our sector is the uk reflects the uk market and obviously the ANAB then reflects the American market. Uh, and ANAB's a case of, it's the NAS, excuse me, teeth back in, it's the ANSI, uh, National Accreditation Board. And what that means between the two is that some people have a preference in regards to what accreditation you have. Mm -hmm. Therefore, not because we're British and English, yes, by all means, therefore the main recognised standard for the world is actually UCAS. It's the most, not credible, I don't really want to say that, it's just the most recognised. Mm -hmm. A lot of people implement ISO, we know, for a number of reasons. Most is to improve their own systems and robust management systems. But also, to be fair, a lot of people do it for tender. And with regards to tender, the tender sometimes stipulates what accreditation you need. So the irony of this, for example, why I'm discussing is why would clients in the UK want ANAP? A real simple question. And the reason for that is a case of looking to break into the American market. Most people in America even though they recognise the UCAS accreditation, they want the ANAB accreditation. And we won't talk about politics, yes, because that's not about <laughs> it. And therefore, that's what it reflects. And it's just not UCAS and ANAB. For example, PJR's got Mexican accreditation, they've got Japanese, they've got Italian. So accreditation basically reflects on what country of what it is. So the advantage really at home and the reason where we excel at times in the UK market to excel customers' experience is a case of is that we also give UCAS and ANAP on the same cert for the same price. Okay. So a common question sometimes, Jeff, does it cost more, et cetera? Does it add more days? No. It's just a case of being, have a luxury of being an American-based company, but also operating in the UK that we get them additional accreditations. So really brief to bring that back round, the UCAS obviously reflects the UK market uh, and the ANAP abbreviation is basically the American market that sits in there. So it's completely by choice what you go to. Um, but I think what we all recognise and understand, and there'll be many debates that UCAS is the most credible. Therefore, ANAB is very closely behind in regards to the size of market and shares. Fantastic. That was very, very in-depth. I like that. I think you're right in saying that um, Americans, what's that they recognise in the, in the in the ANAB, you know, I can and I can understand that. But then yeah. you guys were into giving a bit of both really opens up those courses. Agreed. Uh, I think what's key about for, yeah, what's key for us is basically giving the, the customer as much value as we can. Uh, yeah. And we've had many customers um, who've joined PGR certification having no intention of using the ANAB. And then when we come back to the surveillance uh, and revisit the organisation a year later, the change is massive. And they're saying thank you for giving us opportunity that we didn't know we have. So some people might sit here and go, okay, then well we don't need ANAB, therefore hey, never close the door, right, Jess? It's no, absolutely not. It, it, just, it opens something up for customers that maybe they don't think they need at the moment, etc. But that's we get real good feedback um, because, as I stressed before, it's no extra work. That's another mm -hmm. thing. Do you have to write certain things in different procedures that's different? No, it's just basically the accreditations, which you know I'm sure we'll talk about the IAF, IAF eventually. 
which is the understanding body that sits with this. But yeah, it's just accreditation. It's not changing documentation. Wonderful. Well, considering you have mentioned the IAF, uh, can you tell us what is their role? Yeah, the IAF is basically the uh, the headmaster and headmistress as such. And the IAF is basically the International Accreditation Forum. And what that means is it's a worldwide association of accreditation bodies and other bodies that are interested in conformity of assessment. So as you mentioned before, PGR are accredited to six different accreditations. Therefore, the IAF, which again, the International Accreditation Forum, they are literally the ringleaders of this, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. what they ensure is fairness, equality across all different countries and regions. Because every country, including when we talk about Ireland briefly, where we're opening a new office, which is around the corner at the minute, they have INAP, which is the Irish National mm-hmm. Accreditation Board that sits in there. So everyone's sort of got their own accreditation in each country. Therefore, the role of the IFF is to bring everyone together to ensure everyone's singing off the same sheet. Everyone's going off the same clause standards within it, etc. So they're the umbrella. If we sit that and all the bodies that sit underneath the national bodies that sit under all have their own accreditation board, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. Need help implementing a standard or maintaining a management system? Ascent Risk Management can support you throughout any stage of your project. The expert team delivers impartial consultancy and auditing services across multiple disciplines, including information security, cybersecurity, environmental sustainability, health and safety, quality management, and business improvement. More than just box ticking, their team works in collaboration with yours to build up bespoke management systems that return real business benefits. Find Ascent online at www.ascent1, which is A-S-S-E-N-T-1.com. So, do do UK companies need to recertify to use certification in the US or can they use a UCAS certificate? How does that work? I know you kind of briefly touched on that, but if we go into a bit more detail, that'd be great. Yeah, I mean, there's two scenarios here. There's one scenario whereby we get a new client. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with the new clients, a case of is there, the option's always available at PGR. So anyone who comes to use us, UCAS and ANAB is always there. Uh, we do the majority of standards as most, which is in the UK, 9, 14, 45, 27, 50, etc. So we apply that to both, by all means, it sits in there. Therefore, if we roll the reverse of someone who's transferring in, so let's talk about a client now whereby that's got UCAS certification, but wanted to transfer into PGR. I don't know if we talk much about transfer, but the transfer process is really simple. Obviously, that's all governed okay. by UCAS the way we do that. Um, but to really give an answer as a case of is to get the ANAB cert on top of that, we just pick the schedule back up. There's okay. no need to be certified. There's no need to say so. For example, if a customer come to us now and transfer it in, we'd get copied the certs, all the last audit reports, ensure there's no non-conformities outlined. We get any customer complaints, any bodies, anything that's outstanding. Then we do something called a back-end transfer. And the backhead transfer is done by an auditor who would be an auditor on the ground normally, and they would just cross-reference all the information that's available. What would happen then if there was an increase in employee count, et cetera, or locations, we would just pick the audit schedule back up, Jess, if that makes sense. Yeah, so that's yeah. The question, do UK companies need to be certified due to this in the US? Not at all. It's just a case of we just pick the schedule back up. So for new customers at PGR, you get both stamps on the off. If it's someone who wanted to break into the American market and transfer a CV in the UK to us, we just do that review, replace the certificates, replace the logos for the site, and we just pick it back up. And the minute we pick it back up, they instantly get that ANAB cert. 
Oh, that's fantastic. That's really good to know for our clients who, you know, are looking to break into the yeah. US market super easy. It, it, it totally um, and PG are originally called Spotlight. And Spotlight is we, we've got a respectable amount of customers worldwide at PJR. And Spotlight is anyone who transfers across from the UK. We obviously do a full page on that client of what they do, why they've come across, what value they can add. And we share that with all our customers. So we also have an internal network whereby we promote every company that we bring in to share with others. So it's been really good, successful and feedback that we get back. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, so finally, coming to the end of this podcast today, uh, what advice would you give to UK clients wanting to branch into the US? I think it's a massive market. I mean, huge. Uh, and, and by that's a case of, I want to stress that not for any reason you can't go and market and play in America without ANAB. It, that's not what we're trying to obviously put across here. Therefore, as with anything in business, if you've got more accreditations that's given from a certification body that gives you strength, uh, it definitely gives a gateway in. So for any clients, this even talk of your uh, network, who's thinking of breaking into a market, it'd be great to just jump on a call. We can explain regards to, we've done really briefly here today in more depth of how we're doing that. Therefore, it's a massive market. And the majority of customers who come to us in the UK, I can't stress enough, come with no intention of going into America. Therefore, it just opens up gateways because as we mentioned before, Spotlight is really powerful. It promotes UK companies from any sector into the American market. Uh, and more importantly, is the case of is because the American market know that PGR is obviously the main main certification body of the USA. It also gives value and strength as well. So yeah, mm -hmm. so for anyone who wants to break into the market, go for it, have a look. Uh, anyone who doesn't even thought about the American market, never shut the door. There's an opportunity everywhere. Uh, and as for accreditations, by all means. It's a case of we, we just try to give as much value as we can for the same price and same cost. Fantastic. Thank you so much for that. I really hope our listeners have enjoyed that and learned a bit about, you know, going into the US market and, and really how easy it is to do that with the um the ANAB certification as well. Really, it, it, again, yeah, I couldn't stress enough. I'd, I'd just say for people who are not risk averse, etc., and it's something that hasn't been there, discuss it, uh, really discuss it. But, I'd say for anything that have been in this industry a long time, now is a case of us, wherever you can have more value uh, and get more accreditation, just opens up more gateways. Um, so, yeah, don't turn it down. Have a look. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have enjoyed it, rate, review and subscribe. It really, really helps the podcast. Uh, thank you, Tom, for joining me on today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. Pleasure, Jess. You've been absolutely fantastic. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much. Uh, I will pop in the show notes uh, some contact details for Tom and uh, for Perry Johnson's as well. So you'll be able to find links on how to find them. And I will be back with another episode in a couple of weeks. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Check out the show description for links for more information on all topics discussed in the episode. If you enjoyed listening, please make sure you subscribe to our podcast and make sure to leave us a review. If you need any help with implementing an ISO standard or have any questions, please reach out to Ascent Risk Management to talk to one of our expert consultants today. We can be found at www.ascent1.com. We're also on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. All links can also be found in the show description. This podcast was produced by Jessica Ingalls and is a Clemark Studios production.